You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest, Rucci. One of the good guys in the football world, former captain of the Adelaide Football Club and a West Australian. Spent a bit of time over there on the West Coast Eagles program. They're up against them tonight. Ten past seven, our time, Rooch. I think, at the old uh, Subiaco Oval. Nathan. No, Leaderville. Leaderville? It's the old Leaderville Oval. Is it? Yeah, Subiaco's okay. gone. I got that wrong. Uh, Nathan Van Burlo joins us now. Did I get the Oval wrong, VB? You both got it wrong. G'day, Kimbo. G'day, Ruth. <laughs> oh, which over was Mineral Resource Park? <laughs> That's um, Perth team is Laughlane Park, right, which is yeah. uh, West, yeah, Coast, West Coast training facility now. Yeah, and so. it's, a good, it's a good facility yeah. too, isn't it? Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty amazing. I was lucky enough in 2018 when of I was over course. here that we moved into that facility at the time, which was uh, going from Subiaco to the new Mineral Resources Park was... Um, it's pretty special, so we're looking forward to you know the Crows doing the same thing in a couple of years' time. It'll be exciting for us. Yeah, fingers crossed. All righty, let's have a look at your lineup yeah. tonight. Um, the old list looks fairly healthy. The squad at the moment. It is, Timbo. It's um, you know it's credit to our strength and conditioning staff and high performance that we've been able to get a good body of work into the boys over the summer. And um, there's only four guys at this stage unavailable tonight, which is, mm. which is really pleasing for the group. It means we've um, we've got a their body of work into them and they can attack hopefully the most of most of the season upcoming. So it also has meant there's been a, a huge challenge for spots. So um, there's been a number of conversations had with guys that don't quite get a look in at the moment, that they're, they're on the cusp and they're, they're performing at a high level, um, but it's also going to keep the guys in, in the AFL squad um, on edge. Healthy spots, uh, healthy competition for spots is always a good thing. I would imagine you'd have a well-organised plan as to how you use the eight players on the interchange bench, but it's it's still a lot of players to get to give game time to. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'm glad it's not my job. I think that's uh, Darren Burgess and his team manage that from the sidelines. But well, um, no, can I just re- really? Surely that's the coach yeah, who wants have... playing. Well, we do, we definitely do have. I mean, it's not saying I don't manage it on on the actual game game time and go, oh, I, want, I need so-and-so on because we trust that Berger and his team will get the prescribed minutes up for each individual. But look, we'll manage different guys today. We obviously want to get um, prioritised what we think our, our, uh, our main players will be for, for round one and making sure they get a, a full body of work on them today and that they're prepared as best they can be for round one. But we are fortunate that we've got you know, a number of other guys that we can uh, run through different positions today if required. Um, some of them will get, certainly get a run. Others Probably less less minutes than um, the other guys on the field, but it's uh, the tricky balance. I mean, there's a lot of guys that we we want to see in position because there's still spots up for grabs for round one. So it's a, it's a balancing act of you know, getting them out there. Are, so, are you, you know, sitting down, Nathan? No, no, I'm very. Are you co- sitting down, Nathan? Con- You've got the B going in Kim's horn at No, evening. I'm very yes, confused. It. I want to make sure I got what you said correctly. So <laughs> yep. your conditioning staff staff yep. they determine. More minutes for each player is more important than strategy and who they're playing against and how the game's unfolding. It's a trial oh, it's a, No, it's a combination of both. So what we, we trust the high-performance guys to say, hey, this is what 
his best preparation in terms of prescribed minutes heading into round one um, based on each individual. So let's say a, a Taylor Walker is completely different to a Jake Saligo, for example. So okay. that's based upon their their output, their fitness, their continuity with the program and, and all things that, that go in line with that. And then on top of that, we obviously have preferences to positions and guys that we want to prioritise in different roles, uh, which... I guess it becomes a balancing act with... That makes Darren sense. Burgess and his no, that makes so. sense. But in a home-and-away game, though, well, that, how, important are the, yeah. Yeah, how important are the minutes then? Uh, they are very, they're still very important because it becomes back to you know, risk management, um, injury management, mm. but also there, there comes a point where you know, multiple games will be right. You know, he's, he's reached his minutes, but if the game's not on, we need to so, just roll with it and just, just push it out. So it's... Um, yeah, it happens at every club. I yeah. remember, you know, it happened a number of times with, uh, I'm just thinking, Nick Natanui at West Coast. He's got low minutes that he plays week to week, but I remember Adam Simpson a number of times going, no, no, we need him, and yeah. override the uh, mm. the plan, and uh, you go for the win. So hopefully, uh, you know, all goes to plan, but we can certainly change as we go. No, good insight. Nathan, is there all that competitive spirit that you talk about in a clear injury list? Tell us about Mitch Hinge and how his summer's been that he commands a, a spot on this lineup tonight. Yeah, Hinge's, uh he's had a, a strong summer for us. Um, we've seen him play the last couple of weeks and some wing time, a bit of time at half-back as well. And But we love the versatility that he's got. And we think he brings, um, you know, obviously a bit more height to our ring wall. He can sort of do a bit of, uh, of work in multiple positions, which we really like. He's got a, a really good high-end speed and ability to mark the ball. So, look, he's one that we've, we've really liked the development of over mm. the last couple of years that he's been with us, but particularly over summer. And we're hoping that, you know, he stays in good form and injury-free and, and gives himself a good good run at it. So what, you gain in height on one wing, you lose on the other. <laughs> do you, well, well ge- do you genuinely think Rory Sloan can hold down a wing all year? Yeah, look, I think, I mean, I, I knew Sloan was going to embrace the role and, and go hammer and tong at it. Mm. And his last couple of weeks have been really strong in that role. So look, there's an element of planning in and around, you know, Sloan's integration back into AFL footy. And, and part of that is, trying to, uh, I guess, manage his, his inside minutes, whether it be riding on ball and centre bounce work, etc. which he's doing at training. And um, I don't think he's been in the centre bounce yet the last couple of weeks, but um, it'll certainly be, I guess, integrated into his game in the coming weeks. But um, at the moment, he's playing a really, a really solid role for us out on that wing. And we've seen in years gone by that Sloane can also play ahead of the ball. And obviously, we know he can play inside. So, you know, rounding out his game is going to help him manage his body throughout the year and it's also going to help us as a squad get a number of other guys I mentioned Jake Saligo, Isaac Rankin Josh Rochelle, Harry Schomburg the like through the middle as well so it's a, it's a bit of a balance act, balancing act for all Now Brody Smith's on one half back flank this is for tonight, Jordan Dawson's on the other Wayne Miller is out injured, you'd presume he goes back to a half back flank, would you like to get Jordan Dawson in the midfield? I think we want Jordan Dawson on every line, to be honest. We all fight over him each week. But I, I certainly do. Um, he gives us some value wherever he plays. Um, that's why we love him so much. But, uh, yeah, up and around the ball, um, I think in, you know, in the long term, is certainly where we'd like to, to be able to play more often than not. Um, and we might have a look at him today up and around the footy a bit more, which, oh, would be, which would be nice to balance us out. I mean, we certainly have had looks at it throughout the summer. Um, I guess it does depend on where the game's being played and where we, where we need Dawson. I mean, we're fortunate that he can play behind the ball really strongly and also, you know, move forward as well. So, as I said, we fight over him, but um, yeah, the plan is certainly to try and move him up the ground as as we get more consistent with style and hopefully our game plan. Okay, Nathan, what are you going to do with the ruck mix? How do you work that tonight? 
Yeah, look, it'll be um, O'Brien for the vast majority. I dare say chopped out um, like we've seen the last couple of weeks. So I don't think we're going to change Riley O'Brien's minutes in and around the footy. Okay. One of his biggest strengths is his ability to to go for long minutes. Uh, and probably as the game gets on is where he gets better and better. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see Riley O'Brien um, play certainly some strong minutes like he has done in the past and get chop outs as required. So when you say chop outs, is that Elliot Himmelberg or Riley Thilthorpe or, or both? And uh, will we see Riley spending more time up forward or will he be the second ruckman? Riley Thilthorpe, you're talking yeah, the last yeah, one? Yeah, Riley Thilthorpe. Yep. We'll see. It'll be mostly Elliot Himmelberg tonight doing the chopping out for, for O'Brien. Um, we thought Elliot was really strong with his his presence up forward, but also his work around the ground was probably the best I've seen him um, in a long while. So uh, Elliot will get get first crack at that. But we've um, we've spent a lot of time this, this summer in particular getting some work into Elliot and, and Riley Thilthorpe in, in regards to their ruck work. So... Um, you know, it doesn't mean that, that Riley O'Brien's going to have those, those big minutes all season. It doesn't mean that Kieran Strawn's not going to get a look because we've certainly experimented and, mm. and had, uh, I guess, different dynamics around the footy. And we think you know, different, different weeks might present um, some different options for us. I hate to be a selector at the moment. Who's got their nose ahead, Luke Pedler or Shane McAdam? I think we're going to try and find a way to get them both in the side, to be honest, Kim. They both give us mm. a, a real hard edge ahead of the ball. I mean, Shane's got the ability, a bit like Luke, um, to play tall and small. And what we love about both of them is their their attack on the footy and their ability to apply pressure at ground level. So throughout summer, uh, we have been able to find a way to, to manage both within our forward line. Um, and we think they complement um, our smalls really well. And their ability to play that sort of third tall, if you like, um, can really, we think, help us. Nathan, an interesting interview with your senior coach, Matthew Nix, where he says the theme is it's time to win. We all understand where Adelaide has been and how the build has been very calculated towards getting the squad together. That move from being competitive to seeking the win, what's it require from your players? Oh, it, it requires um, a shift in mindset um, and I guess a, a trust in your ability to, to execute when the heat comes on, um, mm. I guess if we look back at our, our closer games or games that we've been in the last two years in particular, there's been a number of times where we haven't risen to the occasion or we haven't quite executed when we needed to and we've lost games that that we could win. Um, you look at Collingwood, for example, last year winning all of their close games because they execute to the letter under the pressure and we're hoping that we can step up in those moments this year and that presents some great opportunity for us because what i I guess what we have loved about our group in the last couple of years is their ability to compete. And you mentioned their competitive spirit earlier. Um, that keeps us in the fight. Now we've just got to make sure when we get ourselves in a chance to win, we can execute more often than not. Because I think we feel like as a group, we're ready to take that next step. And mm-hmm. doesn't mean we're going to do it necessarily every time, but we'd like to think we're, we're progressing in that right direction. Does Pistol Parnell have the small defender role uh, locked up or is he under threat from someone? Uh, again, we've got some huge competition for spots, particularly in that area of the ground too, but he was, uh, he's been really strong the last couple of weeks, Pistol, so um, he'll have another good crack at it this afternoon. And uh, look, he's, he's, I guess he's got some hardness around the footy, which we love, but his, his ball use and his ability to defend is something that we love about Pistol. So I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how he grows his game and he's got a few blokes breathing right down his neck. There's no doubt about that. So who's that? Is that Will Hamill? And where's Chase Jones at at the moment? Look, yeah, there's Will, there's Chase. Uh, you mentioned Wayne Miller is not in the mm. side this week for, for personal reasons, but there's um, 
I mean, there's a number of guys there. Josh Worrell, who's out injured at the moment too, but there's, there's a number of different guys that want to play that that high half back role and uh, get themselves in the game. And I guess what we have seen throughout summer is the likes of Paddy Parnell with Will Hamill, with Wayne Miller, Geordie Dawson, Brody Smith, is that we've been able to get a bit more drive off that half back line, which at times we've been lacking. So it's um, hopefully a, a sign that we're going to be a bit more attacking off that half-back line when the opportunity presents for us. Well, there seems to be plenty to be excited about for Crow supporters at the moment. We didn't even mention Isaac Rankin, Darcy Fogarty, yep. Tyler Brown or Josh Rochelle. Uh, we appreciate your time, VB. It's always great to chat. Good luck tonight. Thank you, guys. Good to chat. Thanks, there it is. That game gets underway at 10 past seven. They're in a good position at the moment, but that's pre-season and on paper. Yep. But uh, if they bring that same energy as last year with better execution and Stay in games longer, Roach. They've Are you gone... okay now with the conditioning staff just setting the minutes for tonight? I thought there was a fair question. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they're not playing for points. No, but it still applies to home and away games until it gets to the nitty-gritty. Yeah, well, if it's a one-point game and someone's done yeah. the 80 of their 80 minutes, you know the coach is going to keep him on. Well, when, well, you do, but uh, I think a lot of people would be surprised that a conditioning coach has that much say over who's on the ground yeah, and who's well, you go, off the go ground. You go onto the benches and you'll find it's all mapped out, the rotations, when they've got to come on, when they've got to come off, and then it's up to the coach to decide, well, no, this game needs to have control tactically rather than by the sports science. So there's got to be that balancing act there as well. All right. You sound like a bloody coach now. Uh, the game gets underway <laughs> really? at 10 past 7. I wish I was paid like a coach. <laughs> You've got plenty, Rooch.